0: Hi, and welcome to the Unknown Secrets of SEO Podcast. Hi, thanks for joining us for another fun-filled edition of our SEO podcast. My name's Chris Burris. I'm owner of eWebStyle. And this is Paul Hansen, sales manager of eWebStyle. Alright, so you're ready for our subject of the week? What do we uh, what's
1: our what's our subject today? See- what's the- <laughs> 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 it, it is, is- Swine <laughs> Flu Podcast! Oh, great. Where's we that? are hoping
0: that no one out there gets the swine flu. We understand this is a very serious, uh, serious issue. But actually, Paul was, you know, Hey, flu, I've survived it. What's the big deal? And I, I, uh, we went, did a little bit of research and pulled up um, the pandemic, the, the influenza pandemic. Uh, in 2018? 18, 19, 19, 18. 1918. Uh, 275,000 people in the United States died at that time. Gosh. So that's why uh, some people are taking it seriously. That's why some countries seem to be taking it a little more serious than us. Uh, I think there was some country that ordered the slaughter of all pigs. Oh, uh, uh, India. It may have been. I India. think. I yeah. think it was. Uh, I did hear about. No, no, no. That. It was Turkey. I Tur- think. Okay. Maybe okay. it was Turkey. Um. Anyway, it, there's a fundamental problem with the slaughter of all pigs, and that would be there's no way to get more pigs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no more uh, bacon burgers. Yeah. Uh, come on. God, we're gonna put McDonald's out of business. <laughs> Tell me about it. That that uh, the Jack is not nothing without a, a whole slab of bacon <laughs> slab on. Slab of bacon on it what about ribs gosh come Man, on this is not right so um, yes we we kind of highlight a, a hot news topic um, and again we you know hopefully nobody out there gets the swine flu uh, hopefully we get this thing under control pretty quickly uh, you know the magic of the pharmaceuticals comes out with an actual solution that actually solves the problem in every case yeah and then there's a lawsuit two years later. for Because <laughs> people some, yeah. have uncontrollable sneezing for yeah. the next five years, yeah. but they're alive and they're still complaining. Um, a little bit about last time. So I think we wrapped up last time our competitive analysis series, yes. which I think turned out to be about two uh, podcasts. Um, the, the, the last podcast covered... Backlinks in mm-hmm. terms of competitive analysis, and we mentioned some software, so go back and check that out. Also, send us emails. You can email us at podcast at e webstyle.com. Um, we enjoy your comments. We're always looking for something maybe we left out. We'd be happy to bring that back in. And of course, any questions uh, that we can address here on the podcast, uh, we would love to do that. We're and if you do, here's one quick thing if you send us a uh,
1: an email because I, I I got an email from another SEO company. So uh, let's make sure you're not pitching SEO services to an SEO company. <laughs> 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 he never emailed me back because I emailed him like uh, you know we're an SEO company, right? Uh, I forgot to tell you about that. I thought there it
0: was were, pretty funny. Yeah, they well, you know, there's a lot of and we talked about outsourcing, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of companies in. Um, lower wage countries, if you will, that uh that are heavily pursuing any opportunities mm-hmm. that may be available. Uh and the US has just such a high dollar value in terms of marketplace. I'm sure they're going after Europe as well, if they've got any French speakers on staff or any mm-hmm. Italian mm-hmm. or Spanish speakers they're going after um, you know, the the Spain and France and, and I I think Portugal. this guy just had a
1: I and I emailed them back, like I think he just had a bot that was pulling off a uh,
0: Emails, yeah, <laughs>
1: and I was like, uh, you know, we're an SEO company, right? And I don't he just didn't respond. And the, and the robot didn't know how to respond yeah. to <laughs> but thanks, you know, I'd love to you know chat with you, maybe get some ideas from you, but
0: yeah, steal uh, anything that we yeah. possibly could. Um, yeah, so backlinks, go ahead and check our, our, our last podcast backlinks, uh, very important, uh, you want to understand what the competition is doing. I, uh, in, in some of my research this week, uh, I'm, you know Paul and I are always pulling up new information, looking at new stuff for search engine optimization, um, for actually social media marketing, mm-hmm. uh, we've been talking about Twitter, things that we're going to start doing with Twitter, things that we're doing with Facebook. By the way, I've got to stop right here. Stop. I got a Touch Pro, an HTC Ah, Touch Pro. Awesome. And Paul was here to hear me complain incessantly, I'm sure, (laughs) about the interface and, you know, the iPod has done such a, you know, the iPod, the iPhone, actually the iPhone came out like two years ago. Phenomenal and phone. If it's, it's the interface is awesome. You know, there are people who complain out there, but you know, the people who are complaining, they're they're nitpicking. They're yeah. they're like down to the details, which is the item the the, the, the iPhone is not perfect. Okay. Yeah. With the operating system that Microsoft provides for the Touch Pro. We are talking. We're not in the realm of perfect. We're just in the realm of reasonable. Yeah. And I complained for like two days about okay, this should work this way. This doesn't work this way. This is just stupid. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, and I'm a programmer in um, background, and so I understand interfaces can be challenging when you're coming up with them for the first time. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you see the goal, and let's be honest. The iPhone the is I, the gold. iPhone is definitely, that's the gold standard. Right? Of, of... As soon as you see that, then you start programming it. Mm-hmm. That's the easy part. Making it as well, it's supposed to be the easy part, but apparently yeah. Microsoft has a problem with it. <laughs> I have to say, I haven't rebooted nearly as much as I had to with my old phone. I had the old um, PPC 6700 mm-hmm. or 6800. Um, it's, a, it's the identical phone. This is the HTC Touch Pro. is just the new version of it. Anyway... I got a a, a new kind of wrapper, if you will. It's put out by SPB, um, a company called SPB. They make a lot of software for PPC, which is like personal private computer or something like that. Um, And it's awesome. It's got 3D effects. It actually works the you can, way you're expecting it to. You can Facebook. And you, oh, well, now I think Facebook is standard in Touch Pro. I okay. think. I'm yeah, because it's
1: it's a, yeah it, it is in mine as well.
0: Yeah, and that's pretty hot. And that's that's another thing that really got us talking and buzzing about. Okay, now that Facebook is to the point where it's actually on these, uh, you know, on these mobile devices. Twitter's soon to follow, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. This is just another opportunity for marketing. And when you really get down to it, SEO is a branch of SEM. Mm-hmm. SEM is search engine marketing. marketing. And we're really looking for you know any way we can mar- market. Really, it's going to come down to not just search engine marketing, but web marketing or yeah. electronic marketing or whatever it is. So we're always, you know, we have our pulse on the uh, heartbeat of America... Oh, yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> of the that. search engine marketing. Yes. The ones without swine flu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I had to say that. I love that phone. It's really awesome. I love the, what SPB did uh, on that interface. I highly recommend it. And maybe we should get to our podcast. Yes. Yeah, you think there, that's a good not? idea. All right. <laughs> Um, so what, what are we going to cover today? Well, I had an interesting conversation this week and, uh, with a gentleman who was pitching me. He was pitching me videos, and he, um, he was surprised. The, the way that it, what we have in common is we have a cold calling program here, and we outsource some of our cold calling, and he uses the same cold calling company. And when we spoke, he was really surprised that an SEO company is using cold calling. His perspective was, okay, where should I put my dollars? What should mm-hmm. I do with my dollars? And, uh, and, and so he was started asking me, so, you know, are you finding cold calling effective? Should I do cold calling? He's in New York, and, you know, the buzz in New York is that cold calling is dead and mm-hmm. ineffective, and da da da. And I said, well, you know, you can talk to 100 people, and 100 people can tell you, or 1,000 or mm-hmm. a million, and they can tell you cold calling is dead. Tell me, what results are you getting? Oh, I double my money. So I spend a thousand on cold calling. I get two thousand dollars worth of business and/or profit. I'll assume profit because that's yeah. really what what we're after. Um, and I said, so would you say cold calling is dead? No, I mean it, it, that's that's not a bad return. You doubled your money. And, and the point could be maybe it is dead. Mm-hmm. Maybe in the heyday, his return on his money would have been four times or ten yeah. times or whatever. But the reality is it's making money i'll I'll double my money any day I give you a hundred you give me two hundred I'll do that all day so if you have a limited budget and cold calling is doubling your money um, and SEO you start working with SEO you start getting good search engine placement and you start getting some ROI from mm-hmm. your search engine optimization, then you start weighing okay, where should I throw more money um but what you really should do is you should be maxing out any marketing or advertising area that um, that, that makes you money yeah. yeah i mean what's why would you not invest you know as much as you can spend on cold calling mm-hmm. if you're doubling your money because if i if i can double a thousand then i should be able to double 2000 i should be able to double 3000 and there's some point at which the doubling probably stops there's yeah. some point at which um, it's not as effective, or you know, your fifty percent drops to ten percent. So then you start saying, okay, you know, it, it, I can't spend a hundred thousand dollars a month on cold calling because yeah. I'm only getting a hundred and ten thousand dollars in return. That's not that's not an intelligent decision. Ten yes. percent return on your money. Um, the, uh, the you know the, the so what do you do? You want to max that out. The converse is okay. Let's let's talk specifically SEM. And remember in SEM. Search engine marketing, there are a couple of facets that we usually attribute to SEM. That's pay per click,
1: SEO. That's,
0: yep. And SEO, which is search engine optimization, um, which you guys probably know because you're here listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. <laughs> Great on you. Um, so if you're spending money on pay per click and you're watching your ROI on pay per click, now remember we've talked about this before. People tend to take that little lump of moist, Sticky cash. Throw it against the wall and see what sticks. That's just just completely a blind approach to doing pay- any, any so, kind of marketing. Any kind of marketing, yeah. exactly. And, and we do not recommend that you do that because if you don't have an organized plan, you're not going to come out with an organized solution. You're not going to come out with a positive solution. So if you don't know your ROI, if you're doing pay-per-click and you don't know your ROI, um, you need to figure it out. You need to spend some time because you could be throwing money away, or you could possibly not be spending enough money, yes. you know. If it's doubling your money, if it's tripling your money, but you're not spending as much as possible. Now, you got that. That gets into a very nefarious. Uh, how much money could I possibly spend? Well, you could broaden your search t- terms and spend as much as you want. But the same as with the cold calling example that I just gave, if you're spending a hundred thousand dollars on pay per click, and there are lots of companies that do that. Mm-hmm and you're only getting $110,000 worth of profit out of that, then again, you're getting a 10% return on your money. You may or may, you know, depending on what your goal is and your margins, you wanna debate, is that what's right for me? Maybe if you trim that down and you spend $50,000 and you get $100,000, then you know it makes a whole lot more sense to stop at $50,000. Yes. So it is pretty nefarious to say, um, spend as much as you can on pay-per-click because if you broaden your terms, you could spend as much as you have. Yeah, oh, yes. Trust me. You could spend every dime. Every dime. As many different ways as there are to market,
1: uh, or many different keywords that apply to every industry. Just, I mean, keywords that apply to just the search engine marketing industry. I mean, there's there's so many different things you, you could go after um, that you would spend everything you had. Yeah, and Google
0: will take your money. Oh, and this, they should sure be will. happy. And don't forget the other. Major search engines—they'll take your money as well. Yeah, you could spend all you had on the other search engines, and that's only—you know—attacking if you if you choose one of them, ten, fifteen percent of the market. So, um, if you're going to spend all your money, use Google.
1: Yeah. Is well, the...
0: I'd say if you're going to spend all your money, call us. Yeah, we'll we'll take it. We'll you know? help you. <laughs> yeah, really though, we'll take it. We'll put it to good use. Um, you know, sometimes people ask about our our pay-per-click campaigns. We run run $400 to manage those pay-per-click campaigns. Mm -hmm. People are like, well, my budget's $500. A properly managed pay-per-click campaign can get 10 times the results of an improperly managed campaign. So with with the properly managing it, spending $400 properly managing your $500 campaign can turn it into effectively a $5,000 campaign. Because you're getting more exposure, you're getting the right exposure, you're getting it's optimized for cost, so you know that's why we charge that fee. And it doesn't matter what your budget is, uh, if you know if you've got a thousand dollar budget and you don't really have the time or expertise to be managing that budget again, throwing money at the wall, rain that back, spend four hundred dollars in a company who's gonna monitor that on a day to day basis and and get significantly more value, mm-hmm. actually, out of the $600 that's left over, in our case, than the full $1,000 of improperly managed pay-per-click campaign. And I also think that an
1: improperly managed campaign can not only waste money, but time. And I, I could, my time, to me, is my most valuable asset. And if you don't know what really what you're doing, you can spend two, three um, hours more, or twice the amount of time that... A professional company would spend. You know, we search engine optimization and pay per click. is an hour a day. You, you spend an hour a day. Where are your words at? What are your competitors doing? And what's the bid going? And what kind of action are these particular words getting? If we spend an hour a day, and you don't know what you're doing, you can easily spend three, four hours a day.
0: Yeah. Or, or even if you just, you know, okay, I'm going to block out this hour. If you don't know what you're doing. You're you're effectively wasting an you hour. And an what's your time worth? You know, everyone knows is is cognizant of um, using expertise where expertise needs to be used. So if you're a business owner, we know we're small business owners right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> soon to be big business owners. Um, we're small business owners. We know that, you know, you do everything. You you know, sometimes you're vacuuming the carpet. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you're taking your own garbage out. Sometimes you're, you know, answering emails. Sometimes you're signing big deals. Um, you get to the point as you want to grow your company where you need to be spending your time on the things that, uh, generate the most value. And, you know, so eventually you hire a cleaning crew, so you're not mm-hmm. vacuuming the carpet, so that you're not putting the trash away, because that's 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it is, uh, that you could be spent on working another deal, making another deal happen, researching on your industry, understanding how to work your industry, uh, meeting with clients, making clients incredibly happy, providing world-class customer service. Those things are the things that you should be spending time on. And I know right now we're using a, a cold-calling company that is in, priced incredibly competitively, mm-hmm. um, and one of the challenges is, you know, this, people say you get what you pay for. Uh, I think you get what you work for, and um, so right now we're in the process, Paul, spending a lot of time working with that cold calling company and, and and tweaking them so that the results that they're providing to us are of significantly greater value. Yes. So um, it's an investment in Paul's time. Their pricing's right. We'll get them to the point where their pricing is the same, and Paul's spending less time, and all of a sudden it'll be, um, you know, the, one of the best decisions we ever mm-hmm. made uh, to work with that cold calling company. Um, so back to so I we wow we got back yeah. to cold calling. That's, that's actually pretty <laughs> and cool. to answer his question, it, why you know should an SEO
1: company do cold calling if it works? You bet. Yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to market to. To go after business, cold calling
0: is one of them, and if it works, do it. Go do at it. it. Absolutely, do it. Um, and and whether or not you should do cold calling begs the question. You know, sh- should I be news- doing newspaper advertising? Should I be doing you know, Craigslist advertising, depending on the size or or product or service that you're selling? Um, should I be doing radio ads? Should I be doing TV? You know, Google has now the ability to take your radio ads and and syndicate them, market them to uh, different radio stations with different. Um, I did not know that profiles across. Yeah. What don't? What doesn't
1: Google do? I mean, come on. One day it's going to be like, well, you know what? You need a new oven. Google's got this new conventional oven that it's just phenomenal. I mean, come on. It's, you can control it from home. Yeah, and, the, yeah. You log on to your computer at home. It'll grab the turkey out yeah, of the fridge. Google. And, will, <laughs> I mean, they're in everything. That's awesome. And they're good at it. They're just—I mean, they're, just, I mean,
0: they're that, good at that. It. Is that is phenomenal? I really didn't know that they that they were
1: Google was doing
0: that. Yeah, um, and basically they, you know, they're a marketing company. That's what they're, you know, they're a market, really kind of a tools marketing company, mm-hmm. if you will. And uh, so they've just provided this tool where you can, you know, upload, put your ad out there, and and uh, we'll do that at some point because because I think there's a lot of value mm-hmm. in you know at some point your company gets to a place where you're not just working on marketing you're also working on branding Mm -hmm. you know what is the company brand and we have this understanding that yeah branding branding is as much internal as it is external Mm -hmm. so internally it's it's kind of about culture it's kind of about um, generating, you know, all of your literature has a cohesive, coherent message, and it's the same message. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, any time you're interacting with the outside world, outside of the company, um, that interaction is predicated on this brand. You know, this is what eWebStyle eWebStyle is world class customer service. Mm-hmm. We are world class experts in what we do. That's what our brand is going to evolve into. Um, and then as we go out into the world and we want to brand on a bigger basis, then we'll end up needing to use radio ads. We need to use TV ads. We need to use um, every marketing venue that we can. We'll be at conventions. We'll be at, um, maybe we'll even be at local fairs mm-hmm. with, our, you know, with our logo and provide the internet net kiosk for a local fair. Um, even though it's not uh, you know, the, 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 the exact target market. Um, it's about branding and it's about people recognizing and bumping into us and going wow yeah that's the stuff I mean why does why does Macy's run a full page ad
1: I think is it Thanksgiving Day or something or, or every year they I read this they run like a full page ad in the New York Times like every major newspaper uh, at like New York LA Houston just and it costs them some just ridiculous amount of money but and and it's got like their name their logo and like Happy Thanksgiving. It, it's it's nothing, but that helps them brand... It keeps Macy's on
0: your mind. Well, they also have that parade thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I gotta forget about that. <laughs> so, I think that probably costs them a little money, Oh, too. yeah, and yeah. I,
1: I don't know how much money... They do they even make any money off of that, but everybody knows...
0: Macy's it's the Thanksgiving. Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. Everybody yeah. knows. In your PJs, drinking mm-hmm. your eggnog. Yeah. Well, maybe that was the night yeah. before. <laughs> I don't know. Recovering from your eggnog. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, I, and I talked to a guy who, and I this was he was very eye opening to me. He was a company that invests in newspaper advertising, and you know I felt like newspapers are dying media, um, but he invested. He told me last year I invested one hundred thousand dollars in a local newspaper in Dallas, Texas, which apparently has some pretty high rates, he told me. And I was like, what? $100,000 in a newspaper? Now, apparently, he's a real estate agent, and it, you, you, he says, hey, you, you have to be in this particular market. You have to be here because that's what brings ROI. And, you know, before I talked to him, I would have said, man, why, why would you do newspaper? And, and he answered that question, because it works. Yep. And I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty eye-opening. I learned something. New today for his particular industry, it works. Now, will it always work? I, when the, I guess that that remains to be seen. Um, but As, as, as I, technologies change, exactly, yeah. and that was why we were talking because he needed SEO, um, and I, you know, recommended that he maybe s- start transferring some of that to his online marketing because he did not market his website at all. Period. And I do, you know, I'm I'm a young guy. I, when I search for houses, I search. Online, yep.
0: I still pick up the paper every so often, but you know, I search okay. online. I and search you're searching online. online even anymore. You're searching almost directly for the property. Yes, right. Yes. So if there's any way with pay per click or with you know proper management of of um, banner ads or whatever to get them in front of people exactly when they're looking at houses, then that's that's what you need to do. Uh, and again. I'm with you, Paul. If you're looking for a rental apartment or a house, you're online. Yes. This this next generation is online. They're not picking up the newspaper. Yes. Um, Maybe his market is, and this is just a theory, maybe his market is kind of the higher-end homes. They are. Which is usually people who are older, Mm -hmm. which is usually people who are less internet savvy. So those people are still hitting the, the, the newspapers. And you're exactly right. If he doesn't start transitioning to web-based, then he's going to miss the next wave of affluent people who don't use the newspaper. Yes,
1: of course. And then there's so much, and I was trying to explain to him, there's so much more you can do with a showing a home with a website. You can take pictures, put them in a newspaper, but then you can't take pictures of, you can't put... 12 15 25 pictures in a newspaper unless you're going to have a full page ad which is going to, you know, cost you a lot, a significant amount of money, and you can actually market this home or you can have videos of the home. There's so many more you can do by um, marketing it through your website and a lot of real estate companies have taken advantage of that. If you I'm sure everyone's been uh, a virtual home tour is someone has seen that before online and I tried to help him understand that. Um, but you know hey, newspaper works for him. You know, I keep, con- doing yeah, keep doing it congratulations
0: it's the same as the cold calling question mm-hmm. and it also goes back you know in newspaper in general it also goes back to yellow pages right mm-hmm. I mean Paul, you came from the Yellow Pages environment. Mm-hmm. You, on our phone call, which kind of started our partnership, mm-hmm. um, you know, you talked about Yellow Pages being a dying business. While you are at the Yellow Pages, <laughs> it was like five. I think I think it was like five thirty or six o'clock. Everybody was gone because <laughs> I would have got fired. Right <laughs> <conversation>. <laughs> and um, but we still advertise mm-hmm. in the Yellow Pages. And we'll we're going to do it again next year because we get some phone calls from it. It returns the money that we spend mm-hmm. on it, um, so we'll, we'll we'll keep doing that.
1: Now, and I, you know what? I think that you know, there's a lot of different ways to market. Search engine marketing is definitely one of those ways. But if there's anything, I always hear that X Y Z marketing method is dying. Search engine marketing is growing exponentially and i think everyone understands that television radio newspaper you can just open up the newspaper you can read articles that all these different mediums are dying Well, a newspaper will not print an article that a newspaper (laughs) medium is dying but you can read it uh... everything else seems to be kind of dying out and everyone is taking that money and transferring it to the internet to their website because people
0: recognize people search people shop for goods and services online and that's where you should be and one of the beauties of the internet I mean you can you can put together a nice ad and and that's good that gives some kind of indication how much money can you spend on on an ad in a newspaper uh, but you can come to a company like ours and you can get a five page brochure type website mm-hmm. so it's not you know, it's not tied to a database, and you're not dynamically creating you know images and and um, text and everything. But it's an it's a powerful five page piece. There are people we're partners in another company called SES Research. It is a small company, and we go to different uh, symposiums um, for for carbon nanomaterials. That's what they manufacture, and people understand that that company is a ten, fifteen, twenty maybe even 50 man company mm-hmm. and it's not in why is it? it is because the quality of the website so for a, a reasonable investment you can create the appearance you know, this is what I like to say I think you know when I'm when I'm talking with people or pitching people I like to say your website should reflect the value and quality of the products and services that you give to your customers in fact your website should and reflect better quality and better services better quality Mm -hmm. than the services and products you give so that people have the impression when they see your website that you provide an incredibly valuable product and service and you can do that it doesn't cost that much to do it so you need to do it once you do it you need to be on the first page. Of you course. need people to see it. Of course. Okay? And I, I like The SES example is, is
1: perfect. And I, I talk to people. As a matter of fact, the, the realtor that I was speaking with, we were going through the Google listings. And he's saying, I know that guy. I know that guy. He's a one-man show. She's a one-man show. He's real small. She's real small. And these were his competitors that were on the first page for keywords related to him. And I said, you know, the great thing about that is no one knows that but you. No one knows how big or small they are. They have, a, they have a great listing. They have a great positioning for their listing, which provides, to me, instant credibility. Yep. And they had awesome websites. And I said, hey, on the Internet, you can be anybody. You can be as big or as small as you want to be. You can be the leader of your industry. When people see a professionally designed website, it, they instantly give you credibility. They instantly feel safe about doing business with you. When and I see a, a, a terrible website i I lose some credibility in that company I, I think you know you know if they didn't really take the time to invest in their website, you know what kind of work do they do, and you know that that is a prejudgment on my part,
0: but that's that's that is how a lot of people operate and they could they could be the best that could be the company you should be working with I mean, right. they could be the guys who care the most about mm-hmm. their customers, they could be the guys who are focused on you know world class customer mm-hmm. service and haven't spent time on their website. but the reality is and somebody once told me this, and I love this statement. The perception is the reality. Yes, yes.
1: I, I've heard that I, that was like a big thing in a marketing class when I was in college. Perception is reality, and if I perceive your business to be small or dysfunctional, or then it is to me, and you can't change that. You know, no, no one's going to be able to change that unless you change your website. Yeah, and so, a first, your first. They say first impressions, or what is that? Uh, First impressions. I don't know. Mean you a lot. You only get a, one chance for make, a first impression because they're so important. And these days, your website is probably the first thing that anybody sees about your company. When I'm on the phone or talk, someone calls and pitches. Well, what's your website? I'm typing in their website, and I'm immediately going there, and that is the first impression that I have of them. And I'm gonna, you know, at least make a decision whether I'm even willing to listen to someone or move forward by looking at their website.
0: Or pitch them a website. Yeah. Oh, it's like, it's like, <laughs> before we go anywhere, let me help you fix this website because it sucks. It's in desperate need. <laughs> um, and so,
1: like you said, I think it's great. Invest in your website. It's one of the first things that anyone will ever see about you. It don't be afraid to invest in it and make it good. I mean, really. it needs
0: to be rock solid. Yeah. And and you know, if if you do a job right, you know, your investment can last a year can last a, we we recommend you change on a regular basis but if you're just not in that position and invest in that that I, here's a great example we've all seen been driving down the freeway and we see these huge signs and you know these signs cost hundreds of thousands yes. of dollars and you see the parking lot of that little tiny business that's probably they probably live in the back of that business and the business is rocking. Yes, And those guys made that investment in their business to grow their business and it paid off substantially. Mm-hmm. So if you are a company out there that you know, feels like your website may be lacking, feels like your search engine optimization may not be exactly what it should be, so your, your search engine placement, you're not uh, on the first page of Google for some of your terms or any of your terms or even your own name, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, had, we bump into people like that all the time. Um, give us a call. You know, make that investment. Make that big sign investment that converts your business and is, is the thing that you know, three months from now, six months from now, you're looking back and thinking, wow, I'm really glad I invested in that because people have this amazing perception of my business right now. Um, that is the end of our podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle, and this is Paul Hansen, sales manager. Catch us next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.